Hello, we saved you a seat. Welcome to Train Station that ate a video game music podcast. I am your host, Brian, by popular demand and my own dictatorial mandate. This is episode 32, though I'm confusing myself because I have it written as 33 in one place in my notes and 32 in another, so I apparently have a very devious alter ego. Uh, so if you don't, if you have not listened to us before, every week we take one video game song and talk about it. We play it for you to hear and then just shoot the breeze or kill the wind or whatever about the song. Yeah. Uh, we just like sure. taking the time to... Steven? Yeah? I have not introduced you yet. Uh, yeah, I was wondering about that. I don't do that typically until I'm done with my intro. Oh, well then you continue and then you can introduce me. All right, sounds good. We enjoyed just taking the time it, uh, we need to to discuss just one song and kind of go in more in depth uh, than most people do. Um, so we've been running a feature recently the past few weeks about World of Warcraft, partially because we love this game and partially because we think objectively it has incredible music and it's evolved uh, a lot over the years it's run through its various expansions. Uh, we're basically leading up to the expansion coming out this November, so just a couple weeks away now which is the Warlords of Draenor. And we've been doing one song from each expansion, starting with just the original World of Warcraft. So this week, we're going to be talking about Wrath of the Lich King. And the song we decided to choose was the intro cinematic song, Arthas, My Son. Um, so yeah, joining me for that this week, no guests, just me and my brother, Steven. Hi, Steven. I'm forged into a weapon of righteousness and ready to podcast. Unfortunately, you are no, uh, you're not a comparison to next week's guest, but nope. hey. We'll tell you about all that at the end of the episode. See, that's a clever marketing trick to get people to listen to the end. Oh, or wow, really? The end. <laughs> <laughs> Either way works. Okay, cool. Um, so, before we go into our song, there's a little thing we'd like to do. And what is that, Stephen? We'd like to talk about the music we've been listening to recently. Look at you being all professional, yeah. But the only real problem with that is we technically recorded an episode later um, due to the way that these podcasts are going to be released in sequence, and so mm. I don't know if I have anything to talk about. Yeah, this is going to be a shorter episode I for think sure. it's going to be a shorter episode. <laughs> Which is good, because I don't think either of us have very much time right now. No, we're, um, we're a bit pressed for time. Um, mm. And actually, I would say Wrath of the Lich King is the expansion I spent the least time in. Well, let's go into that, since we're not going to talk about... Oh, wait, um, I was talking about one album. Okay. And I just realized it's one I have listened to just last night, and right. it has thematic relevance. Go. Because it's Eyes Open from Snow Patrol, which really fits in the whole Northrend vibe. Um, I'd actually forgotten how very much I like this album. Um, every single song really sounds meaningful. Every single one really sounds like it was crafted with emotion and care. And I know you, I really don't like it. Yeah, yeah you, you weren't much for it. But I just think that the melodies they choose are mm. um, atypical, um, mm. and the the lyrical design is really impressive. Huh? Yeah. I mean, I really disagree. But I haven't like listened to it extensively. I would it- like to go through a few of the songs, kind of like line by line or just listen to it together and just kind of see what you don't like about it and I can explain what I do like about it. Sure. It just strikes me from my, like, half listen of the album, so I'm not, like, coming to this from a position of authority, but it just strikes me as kind of... uh self-absorbed or almost, like, whiny in the lyrics. 
I, I guess I could see that. Um, I and like I just don't really same. care for his perspective, and I don't relate with it very much. And I just find it kind of like shallow, modern indie rock guy that's playing true. music. I don't. To me, that's like looking at Poets of the Fall and seeing them as like narcissistic, overblown drama queens. They are right, and this guy is, <laughs> but you know, right. the same thing yeah. going on. Yeah, I mean, I don't really think they're narcissistic. Um, that no, is a very, but I mean, they're, they're, you know, they're, um, a little bit navel gazing and that sort of thing for sure. Yeah, it, it, it works for me. Um, hmm. I'd love for you to give it another listen or two, but I always forget, I always forget about your recommendations and ignore them. So I can't really expect, uh, <laughs> yeah, I barely got you into a few things, but, uh, yeah, you're not, you don't always keep up on them. I don't always keep up on yours. But yeah, Snow Patrol. It seems I like tried several times to get into it, and every time I just kind of want to turn it off and listen to something else. Do you like the song um, "Chasing Cars"? That's the best one, but even that isn't great. Hmm. I think it's a great song. I hope I hope all you audience members out there agree with me, mostly because I'm right on this issue. I hope you just appreciate that we're disagreeing about something. Yeah, instead of just being like, you know what's great? World of Warcraft. I mean, I, I like the song. I just like it's... It's not something you would listen to again or download. You didn't see anything mm, It's the one song from them I'd have in my library, but it would just be a three-star, hey, that's an okay song. Yeah, I guess I'll hear that sometimes. But it's not like, I like this song, I like this band, listen to it. Huh. Kind, of, kind of music. Well, I guess I kind of... you. It seems like you had the same reaction to Eyes Open that I had to most, most Within Temptation albums where i'm like i, <laughs> I cannot blame you for that i like it and i appreciate it but it just doesn't speak to me it just it just misses um i don't relate with with temptation but i really like the sound that they do yeah uh these guys just strike me as pretty boring so i mean they're no switch foot no no but they're Certainly still not. great uh yeah they're okay great. <laughs> we'll disagree there okay uh, but yeah, so why is that thematic? Oh, right. We're talking about lipstick, it's cold, of course. lots of snow. Yeah, because I know that Arthas listens, listens to Snow Patrol constantly because he is both self-absorbed and whiny. Yes! <laughs> he's, he's a big fan. Well, I was taking a sip of water. I was kind of hoping you would carry that there. <laughs> I, I kind of was taking a breath. I thought you were going to carry it. <laughs> oh, man. We need guests. Yeah, well, we have one next week. Yeah, we do. We'll talk about that at the end of the show. <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh. I we really we need to, to make this a short show. Uh, so, yeah, let's jump in here with our background um, for Wrath of the Lich King. All right. So after Burning Crusade um, came out uh, on our on our collective peripheral vision, uh, we jumped into the game. And very shortly after we started playing, the title screen changed to um, an epic vista with a with a bone like a, a bony ice dragon, um, and a bunch of like scary rattling chains and uh, snow, lots of snow. This was the introduction of Northrend, and at least for the World of Warcraft series, and uh, the Wrath of the Lich King expansion, um, which at the time was an exciting change. We're like, ooh, what is this new thing? But mm-hmm. we didn't really know who the characters were. We didn't Oops. really know who the Lich King was. Yeah. Um, we didn't know what was going on, but it sure seemed neat. Um, and like like uh, all of the earlier expansions, we we just experienced what you can see from level one, essentially. 
Um, we, we didn't play a Death Knight, which was the new class for a really long time. We clearly didn't go to Northrend. Um, so we just saw a bunch of Death Knights running around as people threw rotten fruit at them <laughs> every single yeah. day in the capital cities. Um, yeah. So it wasn't really anything special for our, our introduction to uh, to the expansion. Yeah, exactly. I mean, probably the first thing we did was... Well, technically, it was do inscription because oh, they yeah, introduced true. that profession. That's true. But that, you know, yeah. that's not going to be that, have that much flavor of the expansion. The first big thing we did was create Death Knights so right. quite a while after they were released. And that was kind of when we started getting the first taste of the cinematic direction that yeah. the game was leading up to, at least for Cataclysm. Mm-hmm. I'm in a bit in Mists of Pandaria. Um, well, no, we had played cataclysm by this point how do we yeah we'd played all the new leveling and stuff and we're like wow this is not we went back and saw oh, the roots reminded of it. us of cataclysm yeah. that's yeah. right i thought it was the other way around where cataclysm no. reminded us of lich king intro okay no. yeah see i don't even know our history so yeah it was, it was a long time later that we finally did that um and we didn't end up really keeping any death knights i'm not really sure what i think of the class honestly i think it's really neat but yeah yeah I haven't it, stuck it, with it's it a very cool idea um never been one of my like top classes i wanted to play as but um and kind of the final um the final ingredient to the wrath of lich king mixture was of course going to the main uh the mainland of northrend which was the the big new thing um and i blasted through that place very quickly um and i think i'm going to go out on a slightly shaky limb and say that it's my least favorite leveling zone from any of the expansions mm-hmm. um it's still very good and very cool yes literally cool so i'll chuckle over that joke um but <laughs> thank you <laughs> like, like i said losing our minds um piece by piece <laughs> uh yeah so, oh, that was no good uh so well, there was that. What did you think yeah. about Wrath of Lodge King? I thought that it was really cool, but oh gosh, it was really good. <laughs> Not cool. Um, but I have this feeling like it's not something that you can go back into after the fact and get the same experience. Like, because leveling was so sped up, I was jumping between areas oh, yeah. before they would finish up so i got no cohesive storyline from it at all um it was very a big part of it was the ice crown citadel and the nax rams and ulduar like i never hear people talk about raids as much as they do the wrath of the lich king raids like those were like shaping for people when you hear about burning crusade like black temple i never hear people talk about black temple maybe there are a couple others that i'm not aware were part of burning crusade but i just hear people constantly talk about ulduar and it is that, not Uldum, right? Yeah, Uldum is the other zone. Uh, and Naxxramas and Ice Crown. Like, these are defining moments for people. This idea of bringing the fight to the Lich King and the Wrathgate cinematic. And, like, it was all very zeitgeist, the moment is here kind of stuff that I don't think translates that well. It feels barren going back to it. That's a really good point. Um, I mean, we went back so many years later. No one was there. The whole place was abandoned. The streets of Dalaran. Um, Dalaran. Is it Dalaran? 
Doesn't you say citizens of Dalaran? Oh, you're right. Dalaran. Yeah, you should know by now. <laughs> I stopped listening to Ronin a long time ago. <laughs> We're just um abandoned. Yeah. Um so yeah, we didn't get the ideal experience, I suppose. Um for some reason I still enjoyed going to the like the other expansions more, even though I went back to them later as well. But either way, it I think one of the best things about Wrath of the Lich King was the, it's placed in the lore. Like, what a perfect mm-hmm. area to send players. What a perfect enemy to have them fight. Um, it was even a, a really amazing idea to let you play as um, people who had broken away from the Lich King's command. Um, mm-hmm. You can go questing and, you know, attack his own citadel and stuff. That's yeah. actually a really So as we idea. tend to do when we don't have guests we're going to bore, <laughs> I'll give you a quick lesson, anyone who hasn't played... Warcraft before on who Arthas is and why he's important. Um, basically, he's the protagonist of Warcraft 3, which is the final Warcraft strategy game and the last game in the series before World of Warcraft. Um, it had several different storylines, but Arthas was the primary protagonist of the game. And through that game's storyline, he basically fell to the dark side, became a Death Knight, and then eventually in the expansion pack became the Lich King, which is this figure who lives out in the north who basically commands the undead hordes. Um, kind of almost the Sauron of the Warcraft universe. He's Sauron and Darth Vader at the same time. Yeah, Darth Vader is actually the best comparison. He's almost, it is basically Anakin, Darth Vader plot. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so that, that's him. He's your villain in this whole thing. And, and the concept is finally you're taking the fight to him and going to Northrend and fighting against the Lich King himself, uh, which has been something they set up at the end of Warcraft 3 and hadn't really revisited until this uh, second expansion to WoW. He, he was essentially just sitting there on the frozen throne for years, just kind of twiddling his right. thumbs. And the song we chose with is called Arthas, My Son. And it's called that because um, as part of his fall, Arthas murdered his father, who was king. Which happened um, in a, a Warcraft stunning 3. cinematic in Warcraft 3. Yeah. And um, so basically... The intro movie to, um, to Wrath of the Lich King is Arthas reviving this dead dragon, um, and a voiceover is basically his father talking about him. Um, and I would highly recommend, we're not going to play it here, but I would highly recommend looking for that cinematic if you want the full context of this song. Because unlike most of our songs, you can just look this up on YouTube and get the full, um, context of the piece we're playing which typically right. you can't do in video game music because we this haven't is done many- probably the first time we've ever talked about a song um that is that goes to a movie or a cinematic it's exactly. it has a beginning and an end in visual components that you can't see mm-hmm. um so it's it's a little harder to do a podcast about but worth right. it because i mean it's so easy to look up and a lot of people have already seen it so exactly so basically what's going on is it's his father commentating over this scene where he walks into this icy wasteland, resurrects a dragon, and rallies his undead horde to fight for him. Um, and his father is talking about him, like, how he'll make such a great king. And, of course, it's ironic because his father meant king of the human lands and a good, just king and all of that. But you're seeing how it applies to this twisted version of a king that he's become. So every word that the deceased king is saying uh, is coming true <laughs> right it like matches in a way he never would have intended it so it's very much an ironic sad tragedy of a uh, cutscene 
And um, even though Wrath of the Lich King is not one of my favorite expansions, it does have what might be, if not my favorite, the most finely crafted intro sequence to any of, well, any game. <laughs> 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 Certainly any of the Warcraft ones. But yeah, it's it's amazing. So I guess with all that out of the way, let's go ahead and play Arthas, my son. Okay. That was Arthas, my son, from Wrath of the Lich, Lich King, and composed by Russell Brower. That is um, one of those um, chill-inspiring songs. 
every time. Say, that's one of those chilling songs. And I'm like, just yeah, stop with just, the puns. It's just chilling, man. It's, you can really just <sighs> kick back on the patio and groove out of this song for a while. <laughs> it's my summer jam. <laughs> Arthas, my summer jam. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's potentially the most unfitting summer jam song just yeah. from every respect. Uh, but anyway, let's let's not go into that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, what what strikes you about this song, Stephen? Um, first of all, the choice to have the the what well, I, I I can't remember the musical term for it. It's like tenor. The, the what? Tenor. Tenor. Yeah, the you know the young male. Mm-hmm soloing voice the dude yes. yeah the dude the that is the dude. uh the appropriate try i was looking for it was a very uh good articulation of the dude in this song it <laughs> russell brower worked long and hard to find the perfect dude for this song um <laughs> yes. because I, I think i love that so much because you've got basically darth vader um he's all right. he's just decked out in this insane dark evil mastermind armor set mm-hmm. And just kind of, kind of just walking around in the middle of the wasteland, staring at things. And you're right. wondering, what is he thinking about it? And then that starts up, and you realize, oh, there's still just that kid in there. There's yeah. still that Arthas, um, the the prince who was supposed to yeah. save the world and all that. Um, and it's yeah, Arthas's plot is very much a plot of lost innocence. Yeah, and. This really brings it back. I also like the contrast of how there's that male choir in the background. Right. Very deep male choir. The reality that you really can't escape from. Um, Mm -hmm. And in that moment, you kind of wonder, maybe, maybe the Lich King is having some, some doubt. Or, you know, maybe he's having some deep thoughts. Maybe he's thinking about what he's become and he doesn't like it. And, you know, he's just, he's kneeling there on the ground and, and brushing the snow away and you know he, it's like oh man maybe maybe there could be redemption and it's like no turns out it turns out he's summoning a massive ice beast <laughs> that is going yeah. to control the demon hordes and it's like there's this crashing crushing sensation of like despair like oh no oh it's yeah. gone too far redemption it's time for war um, yeah so Something interesting about that first bit with the melody is that is actually the melody from Invincible. Yes. Which is the theme. Invincible is the name of Arthas's horse mm-hmm. that he lost uh, while riding him uh, when he was, uh, I think, a teenager. And basically felt horrible about it because his horse ended up dying and he had a burial and a funeral for him. And it was always this emotional scar at Arthas. And the first thing he did when he became a death knight was go out and resurrect his horse. I, that's so I, just such a cool idea it's like there our arthas is still in there he's still doing what he finds important yeah um, he just does it in a demony way every single time and yeah his horse is very much like his tie to being human um because later when he was in a fight with i believe another death knight i forget the character exactly but the 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 person he's he's fighting slices his horse's legs off basically and it just sends him into this rage even as the as a death knight or as the lich king because it reopens his old wounds. And now he's able to necromantically heal his horse back to health uh-huh. after the fight. But it's that idea that he still has this connection to his horse even through this uh, soulless existence he now lives. You know, there's a lot of um, irony throughout Arthas's story. Like we just mm-hmm. talked about the whole, you know, you were su- you're supposed to be this wise king, but now you're this unwise right. tyrant. But also that he had a horse named Invincible whose notable trait was dying. 
yes. like continuously. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, it is this really sad, twisted story. And if you like the story of Arthas, um, or even if you like the, the story of Star Wars episodes one through three, um, playing World of Warcraft is going to give you a lot of fun insight into that whole thing. Um, I mean, a lot of people who know about the lore would, would know that when you go to the Undercity, which is the fallen um, f- fallen ruins of Lordaeron, which used to be Arthas's home, you can find the throne room where where Arthas murdered his father. The blood is still on the floor, and mm-hmm. the petals from the ceremony are still like scattered and dying um, in the hallway. And you can hear the sounds of the of the of that cutscene. And it's like there's just so much of that stuff. They build so much care. And right. like, um, almost, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, it's escaping me. Like uh, they, they, honor, spot. they honor it almost. Um, oh, okay. That's not what I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> that's just a go-to word when people are looking for a word. Oh, well, I can't remember the word, but they... Because no one remembers chutzpah. <laughs> they hold it in high esteem is what I'm trying to say. And they yeah. put a lot of work and care into it. Yeah. High regard? Nope. Reverence. Uh, reverence. They have reverence for that character. In that story. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so something else about this song. I think one reason it's it strikes home more than a lot of the other cinematics is most of the other WoW cinematics, especially up to this point, or all of them up until this point, were just medleys. Right. So they were kind of just generally rising quiet and then rising tension or like there wasn't they couldn't i think the first one got it more than burning crusade did but it, was, it could only sink and tell a tale for a few seconds before i had to move on well, to something like, else entirely like the the cinematic that the original um uh music went to it mm-hmm. would jump around a whole lot like it'd be peaceful and uplifting and then suddenly horrible and scary as it like moved to the different races yes but this is a yeah, very yeah slow like the the first half of this song and this um cinematic uh are completely peaceful they're a little unnerving but nothing happens it's mm-hmm. just a very i mean things happen musically but on screen you know they're literally just walking around and sweeping the snow um which made it very interesting to me how they actually had a low budget for this cinematic um because you realize that as impressive as it is they had to they created so fewer elements for it than they did for other cinematics. Right. Like they it, basically just had to create Sindragosa, which is the dragon, Arthas, and that one locale, and then the undead horde, and they're done. Yeah. Um, they just put so much detail. Right. I've never seen snow on ice look so much like snow on ice without it actually being <laughs> snow on ice. Uh, you've never seen snow on ice. No, but it, I've, seen, or no. I've seen found footage. Uh, <laughs> wilderness. Back before global warming, yeah. <laughs> there used to be this thing called snow and ice and the Lich King. Anyway, <laughs> um, they will tell no stories. one reminisces about the Lich King. Grandchildren. Stop telling us about World of Warcraft. We're so tired of it. <laughs> then the undead legions came pouring forth. When All you right, reached um, the lady, when we saw Wrathgate, we were impressed. <laughs> uh, anyway, no one is going to get that joke. Um, so, uh, going back to the music, yes. I think it really ties into, because it can tell that one long story, the music gets much more of that build and mm-hmm. much more of that emotion and much more of that momentum. Um, 
than the other cinematics. Yes. Oh, I want to pay more attention to Warlord's cinematic music because it's the first time I saw it. I wasn't really, you know, listening for You're music. You're focused on the story. And yeah. the really neat thing about this cinematic is that it's not just like a montage scene, but it's not, there, there isn't like, it doesn't look like a movie. No one's mm-hmm. talking except for the voiceover. It's almost all, you're listening to the music because it, it moves. The music is the dialogue yeah, almost. It, you yeah. see something happen and you hear it punctuated with these yeah. strings or these horns or this choir. And so it, I can't hear the song without, yeah. you know. I don't know if they could do it again, head. but it is like the best way of doing a wow. Yeah. Well, again, Pandaria did something similar, and it was also incredible. That's this true. idea of having a narrator over an action, I think, works really well for what they're trying to get across with Wow Cinematics. Yes, I completely agree with that. Um, one part of the song I really like is around the two-minute mark, where it starts to mm-hmm. sound like this death march. Oh, yeah, because that's when the dragon's bursting forth. Yeah. And that's kind of going into part two. Um, where things just build up and up and up. And it has, yeah, it has a, a feeling of horror and inevitability and militarism all to it at once. That's exactly what I was thinking. It, the inevitability, like, you can't stop us. It's too late. He, his yeah. chance for redemption was, like, 30 seconds ago, and he passed it a big time. And yeah. something, someone is going to have to pay. Some Someone's going to have to bleed for this to ever be right again. Yeah, and it very much goes into the Warcraft buildup of, you know choirs and drums and yeah. horns and it's like all right here's the fight go fight it i i do wish we could have experienced fighting the lich king in game yeah for sure uh, I mean, we can go back there and solo it one day yeah, does, is anyone like <laughs> running that anymore oh uh, probably <laughs> somewhere find some legacy guild to do that yeah uh, but i mean it 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 wouldn't be the same as watching the cinematic anyway, so I guess this is fine. <laughs> what I want them to yeah. do is create a separate cinematic to see the fall of the Lich King, because I love. Well, there that. is one, like after his fall. If you go in Dalaran where those statues are, you see like oh, yeah. his death. Uh, it's a Wrathgate style, you know, in-game cinematic, and it's quite good. Oh, and kind of, uh, this is a little side path, but if we didn't do this song, we probably would have done Dalaran. Because, yeah. oh my goodness, Dalaran has amazing music. We might. The only reason we didn't do Dalaran is we just did Silvermoon, and those are yeah, they're really both city themes. Yeah, um, they're, yeah, they're both um, cities of magic, and yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, anything else to comment on this cinematic or song? Um, I would like to say that I don't know if this is intentional or not, but especially near the end with yep. the, the rising strings, and at the very <laughs> end where the strings are, I don't know, I don't even know what they're doing. They're they're kind of freaking out a little bit. Uh-huh. It really they're having a uh, they're having a stroke. They're having it's a sword. The correct term, a string sword. The correct term. Yes. Um, it really reminds me of like straining and cracking ice. Ooh, it yeah. Reminds, it's like it reminds me when something freezes over. You know, it has like that yeah. cracking and popping, and there's something really desperate about this whole song. Um, uh-huh. Like, yeah, it is innocence lost. It's no return. Um, heading into darker days. Yeah, it, I like that. It's basically the Lich King is like, all right, you're coming after me. Well, you're on my turf, and I'm going to defend it. Like he's been put in the mm-hmm. the defensive in this expansion, and it's kind of a scary concept trying to root something this powerful out. Yeah, yeah, it was a really good idea for an expansion, and just a 
brilliant in her movie, and I really yeah. it, it, a lot of the time when you listen to a, a cinematics music, it won't be you know it won't be very exciting to listen to out of context no. because it's so focused on following the action, it doesn't have a a story of its own to tell. Right. Um, this one this told the story though, with the like music. as it much as the like cinematic. Made the music and then you know. Um, yeah, made a cinematic sequel yeah, along with it's, it. It's that good. So, and one fantastic little little note is we got to see this played live oh, yeah. once, and that was amazing. Wasn't it like was it Jackwell's daughter who did the solo part? Thought I, I remember th- that. I think if Jackwell has a daughter, I bet it was her. <laughs> I think that's what it was. It was a video games live thing like five years ago. Mm-hmm. So my, my but my recollection is fuzzy. But Jackwell and Russell Brower were both there yeah. and composing it, and it was amazing. The only problem is the screen was kind of blocked. From our view, yeah, yeah, lights, but so we, we, we I don't even think we had seen this at no, that point. So that was, this is our first time seeing that was it. The first yeah, I'm hearing the music, and I remember when that, when the, you know, the very last note hit, uh-huh. and it went boom, and everyone started cheering. I'm like, I, I couldn't see it. I have to see that. <laughs> what happened? That was amazing. Yeah. But hey, of all the cinematics to only be able to hear, we still That's got a pretty the good story. One. We yeah, it bums me out that Video Games Life from there on started doing the Cataclysm intro. Yeah. Uh, like, I hope they've done some Pindaria stuff since. We'll be we'll be playing a really awesome Cataclysm song next week, but not the Cataclysm, Cataclysm intro music, because it's really not one of my favorites. Um, the Cataclysm intro is just another dragon being reborn. It's just way less interesting. Yeah, it, it doesn't have any... I mean, I'm really surprised they did dragon bursting out two times in a row. That seems kind of weird to me. Do you just feel like they didn't have a choice, almost like... They made the Lich King one, and then they're like, okay, Cataclysm. This is a Cataclysm. What else are we going to do? Destroying the world. We have to show this. I think they should have done a throwback to Warcraft 3, and it should have been a more close, intimate thing of Thrall realizing something wrong was with the world and focusing on Thrall. Like Thrall doing narration and like staring Seeing a vision of death. Yeah, that would be awesome. Um, Hey, I know what we should do before before we close it out. Uh, While we're on the topic of Warcraft cinematic, where would you rank Mm -hmm. them top to bottom? All right, all right. Um, Only counting World of Warcraft. Wrath of Lich King, the top. Okay. Then the original. Yes. Then Pandaria. Okay. Then uh, Draenor, then Burning Crusade, then Cataclysm. Okay. Um, Possibly with Burning Crusade above Draenor. I've only seen Draenor once. Well, folks, if you're tired of hearing us agree, then just stop listening right now. I think you <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> well, we talked about this a lot. I, but the, yeah. the original has a a warmer place in my heart. I mean, because the other yeah. one's so cold. But ah! um, I just I just love that original it's one spot. so much. It's, <laughs> it's magical. <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. Yes, it is. It. I still watch it and just get excited to go in that world yeah. that was because that because all yeah. the other cinematics are able to tell one specific story. That one had to say, "Welcome to the world of Warcraft. Let us yeah. show you around. This is the place you're going to be adventuring in for the next seventy thousand hours." <laughs> I feel like Burning Crusade tried to do that. Yeah, and it should. It just really should have been about the. I should note that the whole "you are not prepared" bit is wonderful. Oh, it's from the so Burning good. Crusade. But it should have been focused on that. Instead of just showing, yeah. you know, adventurers running around and doing random things. That idea of the villain, like, basically directly talking to the player is so cool. Oh, yeah. If you don't flinch when Illidan screams, you're not prepared, um, yeah. then you should turn your volume up. <laughs> exactly. Um, it would be kind of uh, less amazing if he said, you are not the correct gear level. <laughs> 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 but, yeah. All right. 
So that should close it out. If you all want to find this song, you actually can find it super easily. It's on the official soundtrack, um, just iTunes. You might be able to find a physical copy somewhere, but yeah, iTunes is an easy way to get it. Do you know if it's on Amazon digitally? I don't, it probably is, but you can also just go to the World of Warcraft website about Oh really? They have it there. Yeah, and they'll probably just link you to iTunes or something, but (laughs) they have a really cool player and some write-ups and stuff, so. All right, there you go. Um, yeah, and, and that should close it out. If you want to find us on Twitter, we are at trainstation at eight. You can email us at trainstation at eight at gmail.com. We always want any suggestions for what future episodes should be. When we're done with the uh, WoW series we're, we're on now in a few weeks, we'll be looking for suggestions again. So anytime, or if you have a su- suggestion for a song of the day, we put up the song link every day on Facebook and on Twitter. So check us out yep. for that. You can follow me personally on Twitter at Lord Meldor or follow Stephen at Stephen Kelly 180. Um, Train Station 8 is a part of the Whales Are Whales Network, which is a place you can find awesome things like this with awesome people like us. The main thing we have going right now is a webcomic that Stephen and I do collaboratively uh, called a Weird Webcomic, and it is as advertised weird. And we have some other projects coming up that hopefully we'll be able to uh, reveal further soon. And as for next week, we're going to be talking about World of Warcraft Cataclysm, not the intro song, but something else. And mm-hmm. the most exciting bit of that is that we actually have a guest on, and that guest is David Arkenstone. Yes, that David Arkenstone. <laughs> he decided to just say, okay, and came on our podcast. And we had an amazing yeah. discussion about music creation and pirate music and pirate music yeah. creation. It was... It's really yeah. good. I highly recommend, even if you don't like us, just listen to that episode right. for David. David it's great. He talks more than us, so it's at least uh-huh. like a 50-50 ratio. Exactly. So, until next week, Hutzpah!